0: truly have the ability to change somebody's life by simply showing up. One of the things that I've realized um, I've, I've known, but I think it's been um, evident within the last, you say she's almost two years now is how important it is for us to make connection, how important it is for us to reach out and to, Check in on the people that we love the most, the people that may seem the strongest, the people who tend to be quiet, the people who never ask for support, the people who are the ones that are like, hey, I got it. The people that are like, no, I'm good and smiling on the outside, but on the inside are feeling very lonely. The past couple months have been a huge eye-opener of how many people are suffering in silence who are feeling alone and either are ashamed to ask for help or don't know how to ask for help, don't know how to ask their friends or family to, hey, I, I need somebody here with me. We've seen in the news of people who live big lives out in the world. And when we see the choices and the decisions that they're making in their lives, whether it be suicide, whether it be running away, whether it be completely shifting their life, like we're realizing that so many people are walking around looking like they're happy, but on the inside, they're sad, they're hurt, they're frustrated. You know, growing up in high school, it's, um, I was always the um, the outgoing one. I was the one that was everybody's friend. I I blended in with the with the sports people. I was in with the drama people. I was in with the student activities people. Like I was very involved in a lot of things, and I think that I kept myself involved to keep myself distracted. I never let people truly know how I was feeling, how unhappy I was, how sad at times I felt, how lonely I felt. I realized at some point I I created a belief that I was going to bother people if people really knew the truth of what I was going through or how I was feeling. And so I stopped talking. I stopped telling people or I would tell somebody and they didn't have the response that I expected or didn't give the support that I was that I thought I was asking for. And so I stopped asking. And I chose to just I'll manage this myself. I don't know if that resonates with you. If You've ever been the one that was like. Hmm, I'm going to take care of this on my own. Like I'm going to stop asking for help. I'm going to stop asking for people to be there for me, and I'm just going to handle this on my own. If that's you, I want you to know that you're not alone. <laughs> I get you, because that was me. So as I take a drink of my um, cup of coffee, it's actually not coffee, it's water. I don't know if you can see it down there, but my water. I realized how many times I allowed myself to sit in loneliness and sadness and try to say, I'll figure this out. When really, I wish that somebody would have just come and be with me. Like they didn't have to really say anything. They just needed to be there. You know, sometimes we think, and especially men, um, I'll speak for myself as a man, as a he, him, Um that we tend to be the fixers. We want to get to the solution right away. And many times I wish that I had somebody who was willing to just be with me. They didn't necessarily have to say anything. They didn't necessarily have to try to fix anything. I just wanted somebody there. I just wanted somebody to come into my cave with me and sit and let me know that I wasn't alone until I was ready to begin to talk, until I was ready to begin to hear solutions. I just needed to find somebody to be there. I realized that in this time, especially in this season of the year, so many people are alone. So many people are feeling like nobody cares. Nobody wants to listen. You have a way of shifting somebody's life, somebody's moment, somebody's attitude, somebody's experience by simply, truly caring and showing up for them. Whether that be sending a text message today of, hey, Paul, I just want you to know I'm thinking of you. Hey, Scott, Man, it was so good to see your name pop up of my feed. I miss you and I want you to know that I celebrate you. Just giving recognition, actually getting on the phone and calling somebody that you haven't called in a while. How about sending a a video message to somebody? Like quickly record a video and just say, hey, I want you to know I'm thinking of you, I love you. If it's somebody's birthday, instead of just sending a happy birthday text, shoot a video. Do something different do something bigger than you've done before surprise somebody show up for them show up at their door knock on their door and be like that da have something delivered the truth is you have the power to shift to shift the world in your hands by using your voice by using your heart by truly caring and doing something different the beautiful thing about it is is that when you begin to shift other people's lives your life shifts as well when you give to other people there's joy and there's happiness and there's peace that comes to you it's like this it's it, you're you're in a relationship a relationship is a relay it's a back and forth If you're in a relationship right now and it's not back and forth, if one person is giving and the other is not, the other person is just in a place of taking, then that's not a relationship. Now, there may be times where one person gives more than the other. That's a relationship. But if there's only one person giving to the other person and the other person is just taking, that's not a relationship. You're a sugar mama. You're a sugar daddy. <laughs> you may not be giving this type of sugar, but you're giving this type of sugar from the heart. You're giving the sweetness, the kindness to one person who's not giving back. It's not a relationship. But you have the ability to change somebody's life by showing up, by telling your story. You know, it's funny how how often, you know, we, our stories are what connects us. Our stories and our experiences are the things that we can relate to and when you're telling your story when you're telling your experiences it's not just the timeline version of you know we got in the car and then this happened and then this person said this but it truly is the emotions and the feelings of what took place because the emotions and the feelings of an experience are what guides what's going to happen in the future i'll say that again the emotions and the feelings of what just took place are going to guide what happens in the future and how you respond in the future. Because you're going to remember that instant. You're going to be like, huh, the last time I told somebody this and told them not to say anything, they went out and they told all of these other people. It's the number one reason why why um, why we get silence or why we become shy. Because at some point something happened to us or something was said to us and we made a decision that we weren't going to share anymore or we weren't going to do that anymore whether that be you went out for um to audition for your school play and you were singing and it didn't go the way that you were and they were like hmm thanks but uh, don't ever be a singer again Like That's going to stop you from going out and trying, or it's going to motivate you to try even more. Listen, I used to get in trouble for talking too much, believe it or not. (laughs) I got told that I talk too much and that I need to be quiet and keep my opinions to myself. Well, guess what? I have a job that I get paid to talk, and I give my opinion all the time. I use that experience as a motivator. I knew that I was born to talk. I knew that I was born to talk on cameras and microphones. And it was always been a part of my DNA, of my purpose, of what I need to do. I just had to battle all of the other people and all of the other things that people said or did or tried to discourage me from doing, from stopping me and doing what I knew that I was supposed to do, what I want to do. And not show up you have the ability to create shift for other people by simply caring and showing up. It truly can be that easy. There have been times that I have been in my own thoughts and my own stress and worry about life of, you know, uh, tables that I got to make and am I going to have this money come in and how many more jobs do I have to get in order to dot, dot, dot. And does this make sense? And should I keep this relationship? But all the crap that, that runs through the mind that at times feels like it, it could be spiraling down or I could be spiraling down. And then I simply see a text message from somebody or I get a call from somebody that I haven't talked to in a while. I'm like, oh. it changes my attitude. It changes my energy, it changes the vibration that I'm existing in by simply just showing up. Truth is, you never know. We think we know what's going on in people's lives. We think we understand people. And the truth is, we don't. People show us pieces of them that they want to be seen. All of us at some point, we have this other piece of us that we just don't talk about. That we decide that we're going to hide in secrecy or not bother until we hold that information back. And by just showing up for somebody, by just reaching out and just saying, hey, I'm here if you need me. I just want to check in on you. How are you doing today? You can take somebody who's in that spiral, who's in that dark place, and begin to walk them out. Begin to get them to a place of huh, of shifting the energy, showing them possibility. Shit, showing them love. <laughs> showing that they're human. And that you as a human see their humanness, that you see their heart. I know that one of my goals for next year is going to be to connect more. Connection is currency. Type that in the chat. Connection is currency. The more that you connect with people, the more that your database grows, the more that your network grows, the more impact that you can have on people's lives. So if you're truly out, especially if you're a coach or you're an author or you're in a role of, hey, I want to touch people's lives. I want to impact people's lives. Well, you can't do it by just staying behind your computer all day long. You have to go out and be with the people. Touch the people. Communicate with the people. Go meet the people. Be where the people are. It's one of the reasons why here at DTDT we say you need to produce an event or an experience, whether it be a live in-person experience or a virtual experience. You need to be with, with your people. You need to be with the people that you want to impact. They need to see you. They need to hear from you. The people in your own household. I mean, think about it, especially if you have teenage kids or young kids, they go out, they go to school, they do their lives, they hang out with their friends. And what do they do? They come home and most of the time they probably go straight into their room and they're on their technology, they're on their computer, and they're so disconnected. Some of the biggest disconnections are things that are happening in your own household. How can you go out and say that you're going to impact the world when your house is a mess, when your own house is a mess? Listen, real talk, same thing goes for churches and organizations that are, hey, we're making a difference, but yet they don't even see the chaos or the breakdown or the hurt or the people in their organizations that are suffering because they miss it. They miss the message. They miss the point. Why? Because they're so focused on the other crap of running a business, of doing the other stuff, that they missed the goal of what they said that they were designed to do or that they their mission and their purpose of what they wanted to do. And that's to impact people's lives because they don't show up. They get more focused on the money, the revenue, versus actually going through and making a difference in people's lives. Take this opportunity to take a look at your own house. Your own, whether that be your own physical house, the home that you live in, your kids, your wife, your husband, you're in your relationship, or your home by meaning your business, your organization, your mission, your purpose. Look at your house and put your house in order. If you're teaching one thing and you're not living that, one of my biggest pet peeves. That pisses me off that I've I've seen and continue to see in people are leaders and people that are going out and they're teaching one thing, but they're not living what they're teaching. They're saying they're doing this, but they're showing up completely different. Coaches that are saying they have a coach, but yet you never see them actually being coached or taking any of the coaching that they're getting and implementing it in their business. Oh my God. If you say you're gonna do it, then do it. You get to create a shift for people by showing up, by truly caring. Through owning your story, owning your truth, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then sharing it with other people. Share the lessons, share the learnings, share the experience. Even if you don't think that they can use it. You know, there are so many times that I tell a story and I'm like, why am I ta- like in my mind as I'm about ready to say the story, I think to myself, why am I telling this story? Why am I going to about to share this? Like I remember actually one of the first teen workshops that, um, I did so. I started with a, a company that touches um, teaches emotional literacy and emotional healthiness to youth and families. And it was one. I was in the uh, process of getting certified as uh, to be able to teach on my own. And I was in a room full of young girls. It was my first, my very first workshop that I did by myself. I was um, a little sad because I wanted to get at least thirty-five people there, and there was uh, 11, 11 people there. Nine of them were girls. Um, I was talking about self-love and self-acceptance. I was talking about how I, I mentioned and I began to share the story of how I was looking for love in all the wrong places and that I was using sex as a way of feeling connected to people. And as I was beginning to share the story, a part of my mind uh, was like, uh, why are you sharing this? You're in a room full of girls. This isn't going to be taken the wrong way. But I realized that I needed to say the comment that I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I was looking for I was misinterpreting sex as a way of being connected with somebody and feeling a sense of love. Now, as I shared that, part of me was like, why are you talking about this? Just be quiet. You know that other voice that you have that sometimes pops in? Yeah. So mine was like, uh, stop. But I, at the end of the lesson, one of the young girls came up and she thanked me for sharing that story because that was a, a situation similar to what she was experiencing, what she was going through. And I realized that that was the reason why I had to share that. And although in my mind, it felt kind of out of place or like, why am I sharing this? Like, but the truth is somebody in that room needed it. We are used as vessels every day. And in that moment I was being used as a vessel to show this young, this young girl that she was worth more. That her value and her 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 value and her worth was not what she could give to other people. And I say give in that way, whether that means sex or just energy or attention or whatever. It's all a matter of us giving a piece of ourselves to somebody else. When you're in stress, you're giving a piece of yourself to that stress, to that experience or whatever's going on. When you're in an argument or you have bad blood between you and somebody else, you're giving a part of you to them. It's like that saying, it's like you're giving um, your, when you, what's the saying? When you hate somebody, it's like you're giving yourself poison every day. Uh, Something like that. Somebody, if you know, put it in the chat. But it's like you're poisoning yourself. When you you think that your hatred or your whatever is is towards them, they don't feel it. (laughs) They're going on with their own business. They're drinking their cup of coffee, that's for sure. So I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to make shift for somebody else. Be the change for somebody. Reach out to somebody. Get on your phone. Text somebody. Call somebody. Send a video. Go knock on somebody's door. Heck, while you're walking down the street or you're walking to your car, actually make eye contact with somebody on the street and acknowledge them. Let them know, hey, hope you have an amazing new year or happy new year. Whatever it comes na- natural for you, just make a difference. You have the power to shift, to shift a moment, shift an experience, shift an attitude for somebody else and for yourself. Connection is currency.